this is the I Don't Want to Fit In podcast. I'm Anung of Courageous Creativity, a place where I help fellow misfits and black sheep create freedom on their own terms. This podcast is all about other stories of not staying in the box, living lives that are out of the normal. Working from home, on your own business, a side hustle, it can be hard to keep the productive times going, getting everything done, and sometimes you need to be accountable. Like having accountability is one of the key factors to help you keep up with doing things. And this is going to lean towards the people who work on their own, who are not as, uh, who don't have an actual job where a boss is still checking on you. This still will help if you have a little more lenient boss or one that is not, doesn't need to be like checked in on you several times a day kind of thing. But this is more for like the freelancers, the side hustlers, um, business owners that have have no one else in there with it. You, usually you're doing it pretty solo. And you're doing a lot of it at home because just how you build it. The ways that you can help keep yourself accountable to yourself for the, for the most part because you are every part of the business. So the only person you have to account for is yourself which is kind of kind of hard for depending on what kind of personality you have first one is having like a personal mission statement whether this is a personal project or a like the general like business you have like having what exactly you do and why you do it is important because if you're just kind of willy-nillying it you don't really have any milestones to figure out or things to to see that like oh yeah I finished if you're just kind of willy-nilly shit there's no finish there's no way of showing that you have progressed in any way so having an actual statement of what is going on really helps like for my podcast like I always work on my podcast at least two days a week um I very specifically have like with this one here like I have very short well somewhat short because a lot of them out there are like an hour long. I don't, I can't do that. But like I have a very short one. I teach you guys a very, very specific, specific, and or have an interview about a, a specific topic. And that's all I do. Number two is having a daily list, like a to-do list. I don't like saying to-do because people, a lot of people seem to have such a charge reaction to it. It's really not that bad. It's just something you decide you wanted to do for the day and you wanted and you should be able to do it. Okay, that's what it is. That's why I always say daily list sometimes. And that way you can figure out what you can and can't do. Partially when you make the list, you can figure out if you're overextending yourself with what you think you can get done in the day. But then you also can see that, yeah, I got this done. Okay. I finished these three out of the four on my list. Okay, I can move the last one onto my list for tomorrow. And I finished that part of the project. Like for me, I figure out what episodes I have. I have a general rough draft so I can I know what specific points. So I'm not just tangent everywhere. I make sure I record it. It gets on my computer. I name it, edit if I need to. All the extra little things. Like th- those are all very specific steps. And like when I recorded this episode specifically, it was figuring out the episode if I already hadn't figured out or make sure I had any other extra notes to add, record it, put it on my computer. 
that's always my first that those are all the like steps I'm doing specifically for this part right now. And then tomorrow I'll edit. And then I'll send uh do the graphic design the next week. All these different things. That's that's my list, but it also gives me after doing this for several years, I know what I can and cannot get done in a day. What kind of energy I have, what kind of what everything actually takes time-wise. A lot of people don't realize a lot of people over or underestimate things. And I always, I used to overestimate how much time it was going to take me for things. But I felt like that made, that made, made me feel better. Because like, oh, I got it all done. And it's still only 2 o'clock. I feel better. <laughs> and then I, I'd build myself up to having more things in my day, of course. Because I didn't want to waste that time. Because it was there. Might as well get more shit done. And like, oh, extra day off. Number three is having rewards for accomplishments and milestones. Having that daily list, having that mission of what exactly you're doing, and then actually rewarding yourself. That It is really hard, especially for side hustlers and business owners, to reward yourself on certain things because there's always something else to do. There's always the next step. Going higher, going better, going faster. All these different things. Like, I... I think it probably wasn't until a month after I wrote my book that I actually celebrated it. Because I actually, I actually wrote a fucking book. Never done it before. It's been a dream of mine for well over a decade. And I finally did it. And I didn't, I, I didn't do anything. I was just kind of like, okay, I got to find an editor. I got to find someone else to make my cover. What are the parameters to make it into the ebook? Versus a print. I just kept moving on. Instead of kind of like. Even just taking like 20 minutes of like. Oh my god. I finished it. It's done. Yeah. I didn't do it. Right away. And. Publishing it was. Definitely I had to. Partially because. It was how I. My celebration was part of my. Marketing. Which. Does, it makes it very helpful. Like, it actually is like, oh my god, it's out there. I hope you all like it. And it's how it's about, blah, blah, blah. Like, all the different things. That's how I celebrate it. And it can be certain things of, you have an extra day off. You go buy a book. That's usually my, my go-to thing. I'm like, I'm going to go buy a book. Or you get yourself, instead of just going inside and getting your coffee and going back to work, you sit and... Just savor it for the 20 minutes you're there. Just kind of sit there, watch people come in and out, look outside, whatever else. Uh, actually go out with friends. Like they're, they're, That is a natural thing. You were allowed to do that. You're allowed to, if no one else understands it, if no one else even cares, you're still allowed to go out there kind of like, we're all going out, drinks, because I'm celebrating. A lot of people will not say no because they love to celebrate and they want to be around other people when they're happy. But also, when you're doing your mission statement and your list and everything else, you have a better idea of what those milestones are. You have a better idea of what actually is an accomplishment instead of just constantly moving on to the next thing. Like, I finished the first season of this podcast, and I'm like, oh, my God, I finished it. This is I was running two podcasts at the exact same time. That was an accomplishment. I got all that done. Did pretty good. It started growing. I'm happy with it. Like I should reward myself, which I did by getting a new memory stick. Yeah, that's what I, did. I got a new memory stick for my recording mechanism and stuff because I wanted I want something bigger. There you go. 
number four, <laughs> I didn't want to show that, is working on clear work boundaries. Like you need to know exactly what times you're doing it, where you're doing it, whether you do with emails, with calls. Like there have been times, yeah, I could, I could send off an email for something at like 8 p.m. because I'm sitting there and I just thought about it. Nope, I'm gonna write a note, put it on my desk. I'm doing it later because I know that email is not. And for me, emails never are quick. Unless it's literally something of like a yes or no answer. I need to explain something. Reiterate. I need to expand on what we're already working on. So no. I have to make sure I have that time off. Like my. I don't have very much free time in the morning. Because that's always my administrative stuff. That's all in the back end. My freelance stuff that I do. So. I actually don't even touch my emails. Until like eight something. Unless I get a really big notification from my phone, which I don't. Uh, it only comes through on certain things until a certain time. Then I might check it. But no, I usually get all the other stuff done. But I always have the boundaries where you need to have boundaries with the people around you. Of like, I'm working from this time from this time. Please don't come into my office. Don't ask me questions unless you absolutely have no freaking idea and it's imperative to your well-being in life. Like if like my mom said, like, are you, are you bleeding? Are you dying? Go back outside. Like, make sure your kids know that these are. This is an important thing. Just because you are home doesn't mean you are available. Like, I have, I, especially when I was very first doing this, like, I had to have the boundaries with certain family members and friends of like, just because I'm home doesn't mean I'm available for you to stop by and hang out, or for you to drop off your dogs for me to watch. Like, I'm working. My dog knows that I'm working, he lays down and he sleeps. He sits next to me and cuddles. That's acceptable because he's just cuddling there. He's not, like, in my face. I can still work. He's not in my way. Having the boundaries with yourself on, you're not going to take a call at certain times. You're not going to, if you actually have a boss, this this can be just as hard when you actually have a boss of, just because email's available, or they know you're home, like, you just can't if your time ends at four, you're done. Don't, it's like, oh, just finish this one thing and here's another five minutes and stuff. And then you have to do something else and, oh, we'll add this on top of that. And then it's like six o'clock and you're still working. Did you get paid for it? You better got paid for that. That's all that matters. Because if you didn't clock out, then they just got free money out of you. If it's not going to help you, having actual boundaries gives you the space to actually have get away from that stuff because if you can't exactly be productive you can't do a very good job if everything starts to blur together between your free time your family time your rest your work all these different things having set boundaries makes it so you know when you can turn off and on number five is setting micro goals now, when you have like a project or different things, you already should be breaking them down anyways so you can see what you can get done in a day, in a week, in a month, all these different things. You should always break it down. But having micro goals of, like I want, I, for my micro goals every week, and I always like to make sure I have three podcast episodes recorded. And that's kind of my thing. So I get, So I have to always, I have to have the episode figured out. I have to outline it. I have to record it. 
those are mine because I like to record way in advance. Those are my micro goals. The full the full on goal is having a full season done. I haven't figured out how many episodes I'm having for the season, but like I have that the whole goal is the whole season, the marketing, the products I need for it, having the different interviews, all these different things. That's the main big goal. But my micro goals are for like I want three recorded. I want to do an interview a month. Uh, make it, seeing if I can get an extra five new followers on Instagram. Those are micro goals. Don't try to have it something too big where like I want to add an extra $20 to my bank account when you don't have anything that like it needs, still needs to be specific to what you're doing. Whether it's your side hustle, your business, stuff like that. Like you need to have the micro goals be a part of it. Don't kind of, don't throw out there of like, I'm going to go, go for a walk and go find turkeys. Like depending on what year it is, what time of year it is, where you live, you may not have wild turkeys. I do here, but they're not in my area. So if I just walk out my front door, I'm not going to go find a wild, wild turkey. If I go up north a little bit, yeah, I might find them. It's a very different thing that has no... No standing, me finding turkeys has nothing to do with any of my work. Doesn't help my podcast, it doesn't help with my book. Nothing like that. It just that's just random and weird. Last one is at the end of everything, not like end end, but over time, you need to review yourself. Like when I said like the daily list. You need to review of how much you can get done in a day. What certain projects take more time, less time? Which ones take more energy? Which take more brain power out of you? Me doing podcasts, I can only record maybe a total of five a week. Partially because my voice doesn't do very well. I don't have... My area gets kind of noisy, so I have to like schedule around while someone doing like construction on the road. A neighbor's fixing up something in the backyard. I have the people in my house playing music like there's certain things that that doesn't work for me i can't i can't just record 10 of them a day i don't also don't have the energy to to write for hours on it when it comes to nonfiction, i cannot write more than maybe two hours at a time just just energy wise it doesn't work for me other times you need a review of what what things worked for you because when you're especially when you're very beginning stuff you're going to try stuff you're going to do Try different ways for marketing. Whether you tried doing Facebook stuff, you had a Facebook group. Whether you did videos on Instagram, whether you tried TikTok, whether you tried Pinterest, all these different things. Like, so I've done so many different stuff for my marketing. Twitter does shit for me. I've stopped trying Twitter at all. Like, my biggest marketing is pretty much Instagram and Pinterest, with secondary being Facebook. But I don't push too hard on Facebook because I don't have the energy for it. That might change if I have the money to let someone else have the energy for it. But you need a review. You need to review what time you have, what money you have to get someone else to do things for you, which is always my my big thing if I tell people for goals when it comes to side hustles and businesses, that you should have the money to give you more freedom. And paying someone else to do stuff is you pay for the convenience, which is your free time. So there are other things you can review. You can review the monetary value of certain things. You can review whether a project you did was worth it. 
you have to review like for me all my different side hustles like i have certain ones where i like doing it for the season i did it and i reviewed like no i don't want to do it again whether it was something outside or something that had a lot more people associated with it not enough people all these different things i mean i've tried i've lost count dozens upon dozens of different side hustles and certain ones were just they're just there for a season so there's certain ones where I'll come back to in a couple of years when I feel like it. The other ones where I absolutely love doing every year, but I can only do it seasonally. Like I had the option. I worked at the Renaissance Festival locally here. I had the option to go to other Renaissance Festivals because there's a it's kind of it's a circuit. Every once in a while, some of them kind of overlap, but people they go from one, they go to the other. Sadly, they don't exactly go in a decent order. Like the one from Minnesota here goes to Texas next. Beforehand, I think it was Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin to Minnesota was easy because right next door. But right afterwards from us is fucking Texas. I had the option to go. I really didn't want to drive all the way down there, live in a tent pretty much, because I wasn't going to afford a, a hotel, and be outside the whole time, and work outside, be sweaty and dirty, and wear the same fucking clothes all the time, and then have nothing to do during the week because the Renaissance Festival only worked weekends. Well, that was a review for myself. I had a review of whether or not I wanted to do that, whether or not I wanted to go other times of the year or not, whether or not it was worth the money, all these different things. So those were my six, yeah, I'd say six tips on getting yourself more accountability from working from home, working with your business, side hustle, and stuff like that, because it's hard to do because you're the only person there. You have a little, you have a little less touch with other people, Sometimes you're the only person that you have to actually work with. Like, you can't exactly get mad at yourself because you didn't keep yourself accountable. It's you. So those are my tips because we, I, I want people to succeed and stuff. I want them to have the freedom and the extra money to do any of these things. But, of course, it's, it's not always easy and you have to work our way around it. You have to figure out what works for you. Thanks for listening. Check out CourageousCreativity.co to get all the info on our guests, download any freebies, or to check out my other podcast.